1: You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily
2: podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: What is up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Friday, December 4th the year 2020 and once again it is a feel good friday here on the podcast part of the reason we are going to feel good today is because the buckeyes face sparty tomorrow as always you can follow me on twitter at jsteven07 you can also follow the podcast on twitter as well at locked on buckeye lined up for today in segments number one and two we have will hunter Co-host of one of the co-hosts of Locked On Spartans joining us, helping us get to know and get acquainted with the Buckeyes next opponent in segment number three. I'll mention a couple of things, let you know a couple of things I'm looking for, a couple of keys to the Buckeyes winning the matchup tomorrow. So I'm going to back away, bring in Mr. Will Hunter, and allow us together get to know and learn about the Michigan State Spartans football team. And joining us now here on Locked on Buckeyes a little bit later in the week than normal. You guys know we try to have a guest on on Wednesdays, but due to the uncertainty of this weekend's matchup, we had to push it back a little bit. It is Will Hunter, co-host of Locked on Spartans. Will, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Very well. Will, let's start here. If you were to describe this year's Michigan State Spartans team football team, to someone that knew nothing about them at all. How would you describe their play this year?
1: Just chaos, pure, unpredictable chaos. (laughs) Like, uh, Just uh, sometimes they look like uh, it's the first time they've ever played football together. Uh, And then at other times, like, Oh, we've got something here. Um, You know, obviously losing a lot of talent, new coaching staff, for the most part, a couple defensive uh, assistant holdovers, a lot of new starters on both sides of the ball. New quarterback, you know, we knew there'd be hiccups and growing pains uh, and we're seeing that they are very up and down uh, on the offensive side of the ball, they've really struggled a lot. It's really, it's similar to a lot of previous Michigan State teams, especially the last couple of years but just a little bit more chaos, you know, you kind of get the consistency with Mark D'Antonio teams like, okay, they're good. Or if they're bad, well, you know, they're going to lose 21 to 20 every single game. They're going to be good defensively, but not going to be able to score enough. This team is like, who you, we don't even know what's going to happen. They might throw, they honestly might complete seven passes for more than 40 yards against Ohio state, or they might not throw the ball deep one time at all and just run inside zone and get stuffed the entire game. No idea. Honestly, no idea. But it's kind of fun and intriguing, and it's a little different than what we're used to. So, uh, you know, chaos is kind of the, the way I would sum it up so far this year.
0: Chaos is a good, interesting word. Uh, when I was watching some clips just previously earlier today, um, it, it was you, the inside zone stuff you mentioned, and then the deep balls and mm-hmm. passing, like the, the consistency you got from the previous regime – is not what's here now. Now it's, mm-hmm. it's early on, new quarterback, new system. So I do understand all of that, but players, fans, people like you and I, we like consistency, <laughs> and we haven't seen that for this team at all. Well, at all, not just not early on in the season, or and even not most recently either. Just mm-hmm. consistent, consistent, consistency. Excuse me, is not there.
1: Yeah, even against Northwestern, you know, you beat the number eight team in the country, and you you should feel pretty good about that. And everyone feels pretty good about what they did there but they're up 17 nothing like nine minutes into the game you're like great they're playing well look at what we've got we're improving and then it just goes in the tank for two and a half quarters and next thing you know it's 20 to 17 northwestern in the fourth quarter and now you got to try to come back and recapture the game that you really had a stranglehold on so it's not even just game to game it's series to series like i said sometimes they'll come out they had a series against michigan where first play they ran it for like a a good seven yards. They ran it again after that for like a 28-yard gain and then hit like a 40-yard deep pass. Like it was efficient, efficient, explosive, boom, touchdown, you're like, whoa, that was great. And then they'll go three, four drives without completing a pass or gaining any, honestly, gaining any positive yardage. They'll lose yardage on a first down zone run and then just keep going backwards. It's really, it's frustrating, but you kind of get it to a point, right? We had to reset some expectations and kind of realize we're recycling the deck a little bit here we're 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 learning a new system teams learning a new system getting used to playing with each other and and obviously like we don't want to use COVID as an excuse but it's more of an explanation for them they didn't get spring ball they didn't get to actually run their new plays on a field together until the fall and then that got interrupted so it's it's a little bit explainable in terms of the lack of consistency but that is really like the easiest way to say is like yeah they can be good sometimes but they're just nowhere near consistent enough to be even uh you know having punchers chances honestly against a team like ohio state
0: yeah i i completely get that rocky lombardi yes what makes him the quarterback that he is
1: uh the chaos if (laughs) we can't get away from that word i know i know like (laughs) he doesn't make sense and i um, I do a lot of like film analysis and I like to do breakdowns and get in depth and honestly after two games he looked really good and I, I tried to remove what happened in 2018 the limited starts he had just it was a mess you remember that game where Michigan State against Ohio State started six consecutive drives from the one yard line or whatever mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. it was just a mess like that all year and you can't hold that against a redshirt freshman so clean slate with Rocky coming in this year Week one, week two, he's uh, like 670 combined passing yards, six touchdowns, two interceptions, looking really good, and an explosive passing game that we haven't seen with MSU, and then he fouls it up with uh, five interceptions over the next five quarters of football that he played. So it's really we were talking about consistency, looking at uh, Rocky Lombardi there it is the first place to go, but he's been banged up a little bit. He seemed healthier last week. He hadn't run at all. They, they didn't call many quarterback designed runs, uh, which is a big part of Jay Johnson's offense. So it really had handicapped them in a lot of ways. But last week he rushed 10 times for 65 yards, which that's going to play every single day of the week for Rocky Lombardi. Um, but he's really, it's just, sometimes he looks fantastic. He throws an incredible deep ball, He can throw just on ropes, intermediate routes. He's very accurate, short screen game. Like he does a lot of stuff really well, Um, but he'll have just mind numbingly dumb decisions like that. You just, why'd you throw that football? Like that happens. And so if he can work through some of that, he can be a pretty good player and he's still relatively inexperienced. He's only got, I think seven starts, eight starts under his belt. Um, but like, it's just the inconsistency and and sometimes you see flashes and you're like, Hey, that's great. And then other times you're like, okay, who's in the portal? What can we get at quarterback next season? Because this isn't working. So again, it it really inconsistency and chaos. It, it it all stems from those two words.
0: Hey, I hear Mackenzie Milton is available down there. I think it's with UCF. (laughs) Hey, you guys could possibly get him.
1: He's going to Nebraska. If he's healthy, I would love to have a McKenzie Milton at Michigan State. Even if Rocky plays really well, because I think quarterback competition is healthy for everyone. Uh, but that he's going to Nebraska, man. He's going to reunite with Scott Frost uh, if he's healthy enough to give it a go. Do you ever feel
0: like you're always on? What do you do? We need a moment to chill. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends family, a million pressing social issues, and an expectation to be on 24-7. Well, there's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. Coors Light wants you to know that no matter what sport is on this fall, Saturdays are your time to chill. Watching football is therapeutic to fans. It is uninterrupted, Me time and an excuse to chill and drink beer. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado.
2: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles. Including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KabotaOrangeDays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KabotaOrangeDays.com.
0: What about this offense? We talk about Rocky Lombardi. Everyone mm-hmm. looks at the quarterback of the team. Sure. who else on this offense should Buckeye fans keep their eye on
1: yeah uh, you want to start outside with uh, the receivers that's the, the the spot where any Michigan state will fa- any Michigan State fan will tell you like I don't feel comfortable about anything on this offense except for the receivers uh Jaden Reed and Speedy Naylor are the two mainstays there um, both guys can go 50 plus yards on any play they both have gone 50 plus yards. Um, for touchdowns this season. Reeds was a short catch and a run. Naylor has beaten guys. Like he had a 75-yard touchdown catch against Northwestern. Both guys can really get downfield and can do stuff. You know, your jet sweeps. Uh, They're smaller guys, right? So catch a slant and get up the field kind of stuff. Um, Then you've got Ricky White out there as well, who had 190-whatever receiving yards against Michigan. He's a true freshman. And then you've got some other sophomores. Trey Mosley is a good possession receiver. It's just a really young but talented group. At, at pass catcher there um, you know the, the offensive line has kind of struggled tight ends been banged up Michigan State's number two and number three tight end right now that are healthy uh, are former punters converted punters so that should kind of <laughs> let you know they're okay they're okay but that's kind of where the tight end game is at and the running back room has been a bit of a mess this year we thought Eli Collins would be the incumbent starter but he lost his job to true freshman Jordan Simmons and then Connor Hayward came back who he was going to transfer away from the team Last year returned from the portal and has kind of usurped Collins as well. So those are the two top guys on the depth chart there. And it's been, you know, I think Michigan State's like 123rd in the country in rushing yards per game average. Uh, I will say they just ran for like 4.1 a uh, carry against Northwestern. So it was by far their best rushing effort of the season. Uh, But the run game has just been stagnant. That's an insult to the word stagnant to compare them to the Michigan state rushing offense, frankly, in terms of production. So yeah, outside you want to look at the receivers first and then uh, everything else is kind of question marks from there.
0: Okay. The word chaos has been utilized quite a bit within the first, what, nine, 10 minutes of us (laughs) speaking together to describe the play of the Spartans so far as a team. I'm curious what phrase or word you would utilize to describe the defensive play for the Spartans this year?
1: Um, Spartan ish, you know, okay. okay. To
0: me, that sounds better than chaotic or chaos, (laughs)
1: a little bit better, more positivity. Yeah. They're a good defense. They are, they're a really good defense. And if the offense hadn't set them up to fail a handful of times with bad turnovers, if the special teams could cover a punt, uh, they'd be in terms of like scoring numbers and stuff. They'd be up there with some of the best. They're, number 15 in the country in yards for pass play against they're tied for 22nd and yards for carry against. Like, I don't have to tell you much more than that. Like those are two pretty impressive stats uh, for one defense to have. They're a really good unit. Uh, The front is good. They're not quite as good as they have been uh, in the last couple of years. You know, you lose three starters, Kenny Willekes, Raekwon Williams, Mike Panachute, but they've replaced them with some good players. Antoine Simmons is a great linebacker. They've got so they switched to from the four three to a four two five, with Scotty Hazelton, and the, you know getting used to that took a little time, but uh, they've they've kind of gotten there, and they're playing a lot more man coverage. And they use five defensive backs all the time, sometimes six, and they got a lot of really good defensive backs. That's something that Mark D'Antonio was always able to recruit and always able to develop and coach. And Harlan Barnett, his old defensive coordinator and defensive backs coach, is back coaching the corners, and Mike Tressel, his old other old defensive coordinator. Uh, is coaching the safeties, so two really experienced MSU coaches are coaching that defensive back group. So it's a really good defensive back group, and just overall a good defense. There's going to be mistakes. They've broken a bunch of new starters, and that really it went smoother than you would think. Uh, but there's still going to be mistakes. It's a new scheme, new starters. They, their run fits are bad on occasion. Sometimes you know uh, at the end loses contained. Sometimes there's a blown coverage. Sometimes the corner gets beat in one on one coverage. That stuff happens. But for the most part, they're a really good defense now. Ohio State's going to stress them like nobody has stressed them this season, and it won't be particularly close. Um, I guess you could throw Iowa in there just because it was a complete mismatch in terms of scheme and style, but the athletes that Ohio State's going to bring to the table, and what they're going to try to do is going to stress them like they haven't been stressed this season, but they can hang. You know, they're a really good defense, and Ohio State can put up numbers on anybody. We know that, Uh, but there's a chance Michigan State could hold them to 34, 31, so, you know, a respectable, like, yeah, you got us a handful of times, but you also didn't. Uh, make us look like you make Michigan look every
0: single year. It's oh, a good way to or jab at the rival of both of our teams. <laughs> Shakur Brown, I'm trying to save all yeah. those jokes for the week after, hoping, <laughs> oh, hoping yeah. they don't hey, cancel man. that game. We want to um, see it Shak-
1: too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shakur Brown on defense doesn't yeah. take long. You can look at the stat sheet and see what he's done. You can look at, on the field, see what he's done as well. I believe he had two picks against Michael Penix mm-hmm. when you guys faced off against Indiana. Who else on the defense, similar to the offense, who else who on the defense besides him um, could possibly, I won't say have a big game, um, but yes, could possibly have sure. a big game um, sure. tomorrow.
1: Yeah, some of the guys to watch. Um, Antoine Simmons, number 34, is a former outside linebacker. Now he's one of the two, I guess, technically inside linebackers in the 4-2. Uh, he's just a phenomenal player. If he was four inches taller, he'd be talked about as a second, third-round draft pick. He's a really good player. He's just undersized. Uh, But he's, he hangs so well in the run game, especially for an undersized guy. He's incredibly smart, uh, which you need to be to play linebacker at five foot, 10 and a half or or whatever he is. Um, He's the captain of the defense's leader, and he's probably their best player overall. Uh, Naquan Jones, 93 is big dude up front. It's going to be really hard to miss him because he is incredibly large. Uh, He is someone who I would say outside of like Ohio State and maybe like Penn State, maybe Michigan, like he would have started the last couple of seasons at any Big Ten school. He just got stuck behind Mike Panashuk and Rayquan Williams, who are both three-year starters at defensive tap. He's a really good player as well. It's his first year starting. Uh, He had his best game against Northwestern. He's just a disruptive uh, black hole of run-stopping mass. And then on the back end, Xavier Henderson's a safety Uh, Number three, he lines up in the box as well, like a box safety hybrid linebacker type in this new defense, really physical and run support, uh, can cover, you know, tight ends, running backs out of the backfield, and just an all-around really good player who Michigan State actually recruited him out of the state of Ohio, former four-star recruit Xavier Henderson. Uh, He's a really good player as well, and and super versatile for them. He kind of opens things up so that their other defensive backs are more able to focus on coverage and don't have to quite worry as much about uh, filling up on the run because he takes care of a lot of that.
0: Okay. If you could quickly um, let people know this has been fun. i got to wrap this up here very quickly. This, this time went way faster mm-hmm. than expected. Uh, but it's, it just shows how much fun uh, this stuff can be. If you could, let people know, Will, where they can catch your show yeah. and then also where they can connect with you um, on social media, the podcast, and sure. stuff like that.
1: Yeah, Locked on Spartans. Same uh, with you. Anywhere you get podcasts, yeah. just search Locked on Spartans. My uh, Twitter handle is at Will underscore underscore Hunter. There's one L in my name, W-I-L, and two underscores in the thing. So one L, two underscores, at Will underscore underscore Hunter. If you want to follow my insane tweets uh, during games and, and watch me just crumble in misery as Ohio State inevitably wins 45 to three. 45-3.
0: 45-3. No, that's three. not an
1: official prediction. I just like to I'm – a, I'm a nihilist uh, sometimes with <laughs> Michigan State football. I think there's a chance it can be relatively close. Depends on how the defense uh, shows up. You know, I think they could stop the run a little bit. Uh, and if Michigan State can hit a few big pass plays with Ohio State's secondary, which is a little bit vulnerable right now, uh, then they can maybe hang around longer than you'd like to. But, you know, Ohio State, there's just too many guys. There's too many guys. They're too good. So maybe in like three years, but not not quite this year. But I think they can hang. If they play well, they can hang.
0: Okay. Okay. Good to know. Well, thank you so much. This has been fun. We'll have Thanks, to do Jay. this again sometime down the road. Uh, basketball. When basketball teams yeah, play, we'll have to sure. meet again.
1: Definitely, Jay. Thanks for having me.
0: Recently, one of my co-workers pulled out a five-hour energy because he didn't get much sleep the night before. And in my mind, I'm thinking, put that away. Put that sugary drink away. Built Go is exactly, and they have exactly, what you are looking for. Whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Go every day. It's easy to take in one and a half ounce packages. Put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever. Your golf bag to power through the back nine or put it in your pocket to get through the day. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for your body. Visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED, that is L-O-C-K, ED and you will get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com.
2: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one-selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's com.
0: Looking for the best bets heading into Sunday's NFL Action. Listen to Locked On NFL every Friday as your boy Q and Bo Brock are joined by a betting expert and analyst from the Action Network. Get your full weekend preview and Sunday six pack of winning bets every Friday on Locked On NFL. Subscribe to Locked On NFL wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Locked On Buckeyes Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team is Every single day. And when we think about the Buckeyes playing football tomorrow, I'm sure you, just like myself, it brings a smile to your face like it does mine because we get to watch the Buckeyes play football. Yes, the Buckeyes did cancel the game last week against the Fighting Illini. Less than 24 hours until the time of kickoff. I don't like how late in the day that they did it. But they had canceled the game. And so there was the Buckeye football last week. So we did not get our Buckeye football fixed. But all roads are leading to you and I getting that fix of football from the Buckeyes and watching the team play. If you have not watched the hype video for tomorrow's game, go to the Twitter, the Ohio State Buckeye football team, their Twitter account. Trust me. That's one of the things, baby. One of those things right there. That video will get your adrenaline pumping very quickly speaking of getting your adrenaline pumping everybody loves to watch their team as they're moving down the field and they're exploiting the issues in the opposition's defense that's exactly what I'm expecting from the Buckeyes tomorrow side note we don't know who is not playing the game tomorrow at least right now at the time of this recording this is being done a little bit later in the day Um, later in general, um, Friday morning right now when I'm putting this together. So we still don't know who is not playing in the game. Will it be fields? Will it be one of the backup backup quarterbacks? Will it be, uh, freshman receivers? We don't know. One thing I will say though, the Michigan state secondary will have, will have holes in it. Probably in the first quarter, you'll start to see how the Buckeyes can gash this defense through the air. The Buckeyes must and they should exploit the holes in that defense every time that they are there. You also heard myself and Will Hunter and Will uh elaborate a little bit more with this than the play of Shakira Brown, the cornerback. Great. Phenomenal. Shakira Brown, a good, a good corner. Um, Makes a lot of plays, four pass breakups on the season, five INTs in both categories. He leads Sparty in those s- statistical categories. Also, he makes mistakes as well. And when he makes mistakes, it will lead to other people on the team making mistakes as well. Follow him. That's what they want to do. They Sometimes they mirror his play. If he plays well, a little bit better. If he plays bad, a little bit worse. There will be holes in the defense, primarily the secondary. Exploit them, exploit them once again. Exploit them on defense. Make Rocky Lombardi beat you. Can we just stop and think about how great of a name that is for when it comes to football? I mean, Lombardi, enough said. Vince Lombardi and all the, everything that means to the NFL, Green Bay Packers, and everything there. And then Rocky? Come on, man. Tough nose, heart hard-headed kind of guy, uh, we, we've all seen maybe all of the Rocky movies, I'm sure you may have watched at least one, if you have not watched a Rocky movie, you owe it to yourself to go find that thing on the internet, or maybe, maybe, I don't know, is Redbox still a thing, I don't know if Redbox is it. it may be, I have never, I will say this, I have never in my life got a Redbox movie, I will say, go to Redbox, pick up Rocky, bring it home, watch it on DVD, and then take it back, I don't know if Redbox is still a thing. Even when Redbox Redbox got hot, your boy was not one person that would go to the Redbox, get a movie, go back, return the movie. Nope. I don't even believe I ever rented a movie myself personally from Blockbuster. I was always one to go out and buy the DVD or buy the VHS. Some of you youngsters, you hear VHS, you say, what is that? Is it an antique? Well, (laughs) talk to your parents. They may have a VHS tape in the home. You'll look at it and describe for yourself if that thing is an antique or not. But make Rocky Lombardi beat you. You heard about the lack of play and lack of consistency that he has had there at the uh, starting position. Also, one key note, you guys know how I love the completion percentage part of the game to see how accurate a quarterback is, Rocky Lombardi on the season. 54.1% completion percentage. Normally I was not going to highlight the all, the passing game of both teams, but Rocky Lombardi, the leader of the team, this guy's going to try and move the ball as much as he can for Michigan State. The secondary, with how lethal the passing game has been for the Buckeyes, figured why not today highlight both of them, talk about how they can be exploited, they can have holes, and the Buckeyes can win the game that way. Will Hunter said it, I will say it. I expect a big blowout win for the Buckeyes. But as many times as I have said that, crazier things have happened. The more talented team, Ohio State, their coach team, Ohio State, Ohio State just should blow this team out. And I do believe that thing will happen. Thank you so much for coming back and enjoying another episode of Locked on Buckeyes. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at JSteven07. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter as well at Locked on Buckeyes. Remember, guys, five star views, five star views. Fill up the review section on Apple Podcasts with five-star reviews. Other places you can listen and enjoy, listen to and enjoy Locked on Buckeyes every Monday through Friday, five days a week are Google Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few places you can check out, search, and subscribe to Locked on buckeyes come back on monday as we recap this buckeyes football game against Sparty. and your boy might sprinkle a little basketball in there too
2: hey prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music download the amazon music app today